Welcome everybody to HCS Source podcast episode number three. Here we are, my man Tony, and I am active. Why not inactive here in the house today? We've got a lot to talk about and a lot to break down. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Tony, it's been a long week. It's uh, a lot of things going on, a lot of roster mania, dude. Tell me how you're feeling. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm feeling great. I mean, uh, unlike unlike the roster mania so far, you know, I'm consistent. I- I'm stable <laughs> over here. As far as the HS rosters, I can't say the same thing. I mean, we're, we're talking about literally what, like uh, 14 of the top 16 teams changing. It's absolutely ridiculous, but I'm feeling great. <laughs> I, I, I hear that. Definitely uh, incredible to see, you know, and it's and it's daily. We're seeing things daily switching up. Everyone's trying because that roster lock is coming very, very soon. I believe it's in like 13 days or it's, it's close. Um, and, you know, these teams have to get their rosters locked in and, and prepared for, of course, the super that's coming up. And then, of course, uh, Worlds and Orlando, uh, which are going to be incredible. I'm so excited for Land Tony. Uh, Orlando's, oh, man. Orlando's where we come back. All those roster changes are, are, you know, have occurred and we get to see, uh, you know, firsthand who's going to, you know, come out on top again. Uh, we've talked about phase in the past. We've talked about that monster of a roster on paper, but how will it translate to land? We're talking, you know, we've got to talk about like optic and how, you know, can they perform on land the way they perform online? We know they're able to perform online really well, but the transition to land has been uh, very tough for them. So, um, but first off, you know, starting off the show, we got a topic to talk about, and that is the uh, KCP and E United trade. There's been one trade that has been official, and you know, we talk about this roster, this roster mania, and how you know rosters are kind of they're changing teammates, and you see the scrims on Halo Data Hive and all that. You see you know, those things come to fruition, but you don't actually see many official changes. And Tony, KCP and E United have made one thing official. Why don't you tell the people what that is? Yeah, um, not that I agree with it. (laughs) (laughs) If there was one roster that I felt like should have stayed together forever, I truly believe it would have been KCP. However, KCP recently sending Manny over to United in exchange for King Nick. So your KCP roster looks like Soul Snipe, Druk, now King Nick. And we also uh, we also have uh, I'm sorry, Soul Snipe, Druk, King Nick, and I, I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the fourth right now. I, I just finished playing some Apex, <laughs> so I'm blanking, I'm blanking a little bit here. It's all uh, But King Nick joining the starting lineup, and um, and they're hoping that that he can bring some leadership to the crew. They're hoping that he can uh, uh, bring. Uh, a little bit of veteranship because he's been playing for quite some time for a very young KCP roster. Meanwhile, uh, you have now Manny joining Ryan Noob, Rain, and then a mystery fourth. They're hoping kind of a similar thing. They're hoping that, you know, Manny's a very hungry young talent, yeah. and they're hoping that Ryan Noob can kind of mold them into the player that he wants to be. The same thing with Rain. These are veterans that we have. And uh, and I re- and the reason I'm blanking so much is because I literally just got a DM telling me 
who E United's Mystery Fort Smurf Ooh. was Ooh. playing in the East Wales Arena Open event, and I'm trying to find out if I can release it. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm trying to find. Right now, I can't release it, but uh, I'm sorry. That's the reason why my, my mind is so crazy because literally right before we go live, I just found out who the fourth is, oh, which wow. is absolutely crazy. So I don't know if I'm able to release it just yet, but uh, if I get if I get a DM by the end of this podcast, oh. I will let you guys all know. We'll break it right here oh, live man. on the show. So I'm sorry. That really, that really, really caught me off guard. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well, it's Talik. It was Talik, by the way. Yeah, and, and I'm I, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. And, and you know, Tony, we know you know KCP. You're probably the most knowledgeable, you know, person in HCS to know pretty much every team. <laughs> Where they're from, where their grandma's from, where their mom's from. I mean, you know it all. So I'm not, you know, no no strike on you at all. But yeah, Talik being the man that we think maybe is kind of, you know, forming this roster. And I've got to talk about this as well. You know, uh, a lot of words about Collect Tony. Uh, I've got I've got to bring this up, okay? We've got a lot of words about Collect potentially joining KCP. They've had multiple uh, scrims together. But then again, you look at a live scrim right now. If you look at it right now on Halo Data Hive, it looks like Soul Snipe is back on the team and back to playing with, uh, you know, Talik and, uh, and uh, you know, um, uh, King Nick. You're getting me all confused. But, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's on me. That's on me. <laughs> that's all good. It's all good. But, like, that's, that's the thing. And we, we talked about this before the show, Tony. You know, every single day, something's changing. Every single day, these rosters, uh, you know, are changing, you know, different players in and putting different players out. And again, until you see something official, like we saw with that trade from United to KCP and the opposite way as well, you never know. You never know what you're going to go into Supers with. You don't know what you're going to go into Orlando with. And that's just what it comes down to. But I, I've got to talk about, I've got to talk about this collect thing because let me tell you something. I really do think that collect is 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 a player who would fit that KCP roster so well. If you watch some of his gameplay, you see how he plays. He's a very aggressive, uh, you know, forward pushing player, but also very confident. And that literally, Tony, it fits KCP. Uh, and you know, and you, to be honest, Tony, I have to disagree with you here. I'm putting you on the chopping block right now. KCP, I know you said you want them to stay together. I know you. I, I know you've got a real big history with these guys from Halo Five. You know, making their way through. We we love the story of a team sticking together. But let's be honest with you. Let's be honest with ourselves. I don't think that roster breaks top four again or top three in in Orlando or Worlds. I don't think it happens. I, I truly don't. And I think they needed something to potentially take them to that next level. And I think that King Nick might be the thing that they needed. I, I don't know how he's going to fit in terms of play style, but I mean, what do you think? Like, do you, do you think that, you know, let's say we remove, uh, we remove um, Manny from the, from the situation. Do you think that King Nick fits his role and fits it better than, than Manny would? What, what do you think about that? Uh, I really enjoy King Nick. I, I, I really, I love him as a player, yeah. but looking at the results that they've been able to put up, you know, in, 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 uh, in some of the scrims, yeah. We haven't we haven't seen the jump, the leap that we want to see with just King Nick. Now when they introduce King Nick and Collect, things change up a little bit, but Collect Collect still on SSG. Right. Know, they, they had Soul Stipe's uh, screen with the one day, then Collect, yep. then they sort of had the Soul Stipe, then back to Collect. So so far it's like the third change with Soul Stipe this time, <laughs> but so far we haven't seen the uh the level of consistency in scrims. Right. The only thing going for Pioneers right now is that even with King Nick, they were able to make it into the top 8 
through the winner's bracket. Okay. That to me is so amongst all amongst all of the scrims that we've seen, at least they're able to make it through. But I mean, even even then, you know, you're you're still getting 10 3 by complexity. Yep. You know, you're still getting yeah. 8 4 by G1. You're still so I know I'm not gonna put everything on scrims. Yeah. But I will say, you know, you practice how you game. Right. If you put you put you put in the work in practice and then those good habits carry over into tournament play. Right. And as of right now, we I haven't I haven't seen the results that I want to see from KCP, whether with K Nick or with Manny. So far, it's been an up and down roller coaster, and hopefully, they uh, start going more upward soon. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and it's something uh, you know I, I'm thinking to myself, and uh, just based off of now, this is one little tiny chat that was put in, uh, you know, during the LVT Tashi interview. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well. But in the chat, at one point during that interview, you'll see that Rami said hashtag free collect and to me that is another spartan situation now again no official sources not sure how true this is i don't even know if rammy and collect are friends but regardless rammy had mentioned that and i'm thinking to myself you know with the back and forth that's going on maybe they can't acquire a collect because of the fact that the contract or the buyout is way too large for him and we've talked about buyouts in the past like some of these buyouts are real large. Okay, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars to be bought out of your contract. And not a lot of these organizations with the state of the way Halo is right now. Halo Esports is doing great, but the state of Halo as a, as a whole right now, a lot of these orgs don't really want to put down that kind of money. Face, they just went public. I mean, you could literally buy face stock right now. These guys have the money. They have the money to put forward. That's why I guarantee they've got renegade and they've got spartan nothing official as of yet but phase has that cash to put forward does kcp does united have the cash to put you know forward towards uh, a player like collect that's the question and uh you know i i think honestly uh soul snipe's a great guy i think he's a great dude great player um i like how he's played on this team i, I think he's had his his uh streaks of performance i think he's also had some low points as well like anyone else but I think Collect really fits that role. And, you know, I'd love to see more scrims with Collect and hopefully see them pick Collect up. But uh, as of right now, it looks like there's probably some issues going on there in terms of contract and all that stuff. But, um, I mean, what do you think about Collect on that team? Like, I, I really do. I feel like his uh, I feel like his play style just so fits so perfectly with, you know, you talk to any pro team in the league right now, they'll tell you what KCP is and that KCP is the most aggressive team in HCS. Like, yes, they're, you know, you're able to deal with them. But if you have a collect and a King Nick on your team, a King Nick that can kind of pace the game and then a collect that plays that confidence, aggressive style, man, I, I think that team looks really solid with that roster. I think the issue for me is, is that when you think of KCP in a nutshell, you think of a, a squad that brings a level of objective efficiency that is matched by no other. And... The reason for that is for the plays that don't show up on the stat sheet. For example, like uh, whenever I think of KCP, specifically Soul Snipe, I go back to Halo 5 Coliseum. I go back to when you're playing against this squad, you have to deal with th the three-headed monster, <laughs> Talik, Manny, and Druk, right. flying on your Snipe side, right. playing fast, getting in your face, playing aggressive, and then while that's happening, you have Soul Snipe pushing the elbow side on Coliseum. Those three are, are dealing with it. They're, 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 they're trading out lives. They're doing everything possible. You're getting overwhelmed by the pressure coming on Snipe side. You have to dedicate all of your resources to watching it, right. and then as all this is happening, your flag gets pulled. <laughs> right. Or his flag taken, and you're like, <laughs> 
the oh, hell is going dog. on? Everything's happening all at once. So now you have to decide if you're going to continue to push snipe side because that's what you have to overextend to stop that fight from going uh, elbow side. The problem is you start to deal with Druck and and Talik and, and and Manny that are sitting there and pressuring you from that side. The the things that Soul Snipe does right doesn't show up on the uh, on on the statue. It's it's that it's the it's the willingness to trust your teammates and to over and to overextend and to pull that flag and then he has the awareness of okay do they have the slaves do we have positioning do we have timing if they do he's out with that flag right he's gone he's absolutely he's absolutely gone with it if he's not he's also just as fast just as aggressive maybe a little reckless at times but again it's the things that don't show up in the statue because it's all about that timing and i promise if they get that timing that flag goes through even if not the enemy team still has to dedicate their resources to killing you yeah then return to the flag, and they're never on offense. So what happens is KCP spawns, and they can see the pressure on. They're always on the offensive. And the and, but again, it starts and it ends with plays that, that Soul Snipe make. That again, to me, do not show up on this uh, on that stat sheet. And I, I, I again, I love me some Soul Snipe. I think his movement is absolutely fantastic. He's an entry frag player. His ability to put shots, and when he commits to it. He can stay alive because it's very creative with his movement when he's yeah. willing to commit to it. And I think that's the only thing missing from his repertoire. And I'll tell you himself, by the way, is sometimes he doesn't value his life okay. the way the way that he should. And it seemingly comes off reckless. But if you if you do the eyeball test, I promise you, KCP's objective efficiency is largely because of what Soul Snipe brings to the table. And if, if if they do bolster the firepower, you know maybe they get a little stronger. So I'm not gonna say collect. You know is 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 not a he's a he's a high firepower player. So right. we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how things go. But like I said, I'm a big fan of Soul Snipe because when I think of KCP, I think of what Soul Snipe brings to the table to make them so strong in objective play. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, you you kind of saw that with Final Boss way back in the day. I mean, I'm 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 talking from a boomer standpoint here, but you know, with Final Boss taking off Walshi off the squad, they ended up losing to Final. Uh, the final boss ended up beating. Uh, I'm sorry, Walshi ended up beating Final Boss, the team that took him off with. Uh, I believe it was. Oh my gosh, I can't think of this freaking name right now. TD, I believe. I think it was TD, or it was. Uh, it was one of those, but it was a long time ago. I, I really do think that there is a style of play that 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 is not that like you said does not show up. And I think when you kind of remove the dynamic, you start to really see. Wow, why isn't this happening anymore? Why isn't this happening anymore? And it's because of the the work that that goes in uh, that that player does in the game that will you know help you, like you said, pull the objective or or open up scenarios in the map, open up lanes of the map. And and yeah, I agree. I I don't. I, I don't think I think that in my opinion I think collect has has that um I just think that honestly I think that he is still a young player uh what is he 18 uh, or 19 I think he's a young player still and I think he's got a lot of learning to do in terms of like uh just he's an FFA player so automatically as an FFA player you have that really aggressive play style but I think that like with a little bit of time he can get molded into the forest player that he can be and and, and if that happens the guy's gonna be unstoppable I think he's gonna be one of the best in the game we talked about this last week on the on the episode last week I really do think that uh collect has the uh, has the potential to be one of the best players in the game uh if he's kind of molded correctly and with a guy like King Nick on your team I think King Nick has the ability to to make that happen for him and um, yeah, it's, it's, it, we'll have to see, you know, the changes are happening every single day. So we'll, 
We'll see what happens, but uh, nothing. You can't really trust anything until it's official. You can't trust it. Until you see a, an announcement on an org page, you can't trust it. You know, even the phase roster that we all know is is probably going to happen. It's not happening until it's official on the phase pay, uh, on the, as a phase, uh, phase announcement. But speaking it's of orgs, right now, by the way. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, God, I, I'm going to watch that later if they have it. If they, hopefully someone's streaming. Um, speaking of uh, orgs, though, Tony, um, we got to talk about BBG. BBG has now uh, left oh. Halo. If, if you don't mind, before, yeah. since, since, since we already talking about EU United and KCP. Absolutely. Why, why are we talking about the, might as well talk about the flip side. You know, just, just, let's just briefly talk about the fact that Ryan Dubrain and Manny were caught playing playing and screaming with a smurf i think i think that's worth i think that's worth just uh quickly glancing over yeah because i know you i know you said you're big on kcp if they make the change i know you say big on big joining kcp i know you said you're big on if if collect possibly join but again we've only seen them scrim we don't know exactly what's going right, on there right. as far as e united how do you feel about ryan new brain manny and mystery fort by any chance and you know the mystery fourth is right. You just can't tell us yet. Um, I, I I like that squad. I I think when I look at Ryan Ubin Rain, I think I just think vet, like veteran. Period. Like a lot of veteran, just mind. Like the mindset of a veteran Halo player. And and then I think of Manny, who's been in the scene for a very long time. His play style doesn't really kind of doesn't really go with Ryan Ubin Rain. I feel like. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Manny again is that like very aggressive push forward player and. Maybe Ryan Newbin Rain can kind of mold him and they will, you know, in the end, they will work on the fact that they, you know, obviously have to meld play styles together. Uh, it just, it really, that, that fourth is, is a big one for me. Like who is the fourth? Like that fourth could change everything. You know what I mean? And, and unfortunately we don't know. And maybe, maybe we will know by the end of the podcast, if you, if you get word that you can say something, but um, it, it, to me, it all depends on the fourth as a three, as Ryan Newbrain and Manny, just, just them three. I don't like it. I'm going to be honest. It's, it, it it doesn't to me it doesn't scream firepower. I, I don't know why. I I look at Ryan Newbin Rain as two players that are just just overall very intelligent that will I don't look at them as the outplay potential players, you know, that are just gonna outshoot you, outgun you and, and out rotate you. I look at them more as like the methodical, smart, intelligent play. And then Manny is the quite opposite. So it all depends on that fourth for me, Tony. So I, I said this before. I think I might have said it on your podcast or one of my videos. I'm not sure which okay. one. Either way, either way, when I looked at E United, I, I, I kind of had a similar, uh, I guess, a, a similar soliloquy as you as you put out there. You know, Ryan Newman Rain, they are phenomenal players, but you put you have to put slayers with them. Like right. I'm talking players that can stuff the stat sheet because they can then mold those young players that that are that are hungry and ultimately turn them into winners. I truly believe that. So when I looked at Manny, I think of Manny in his young career, the one thing he's missing right now is efficiency. Mm-hmm. That, uh, consistency. That's what I think Manny's missing. As far as Manny to me is the ultimate X factor. He, when he's playing at his best, he's going toe-to-toe with the best in the game. Yeah, but he's it so doesn't matter. He's, he's, he's so inconsistent, though. Don't you agree? Like, do you, do, you, do you agree that Manny's an inconsistent player? I do. I do. Yeah. But, that, but again, so I'm thinking who better to mold him and to get, get that consistency out of him than a big brain like, like Ryan? Do. That is a good point. And, and, then if, and, now, and now, just like you, 
the fort has to also be able to stuff that statue. Right. They have to be able to utilize the communication that Ryan Newman Rain is feeding to them. I hear that Rain is one of the most underrated players that we have in our game, especially because of his communication uh, from, what I, from what I'm hearing. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, so when I, when I thought of that, I'm like, okay, so their fort has to be a slayer. So, you know, you got to be stealing like a sab. Uh, suspector, a falcon, a collector, one of you, you got to steal with absolute monster and stuff the stat sheet right. in order for that team to succeed. And I will say, they're do they're, they're still they are stealing they are stealing a monster. Okay. And uh, when you guys hear the fourth, I'm trying to get permission to say right now. now uh, let, me, let me. I gotta say something. Like if it's collect, because it, it, United has the cash, right? Like KCP doesn't have the cash. United has the cash. And I hope you're not making any facial expressions right now. But um, if it's collect, dude, yes, this works one one hundred percent. This is a great roster. But I, I, United has the has the money, so I I could see it happening. You know, I, I could see maybe KCP just not being able to buy out collect, and then United turning around and getting him instead because Manny, you know, maybe Manny's watched collect play and, and really thinks that he'll fit. But uh, other the other ones foul like foul like. Uh, I think the, I think Fal's Fal's on a. On, I'm, just on a about, I'm just talking about those type of players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, he they're not usually literally getting Falcon. I mean, okay. Falcon is not going anywhere. <laughs> but I'm just saying yeah. a, a, a player that can slay right, right, is what right. I'm referring to. Okay. Like like yeah. I I, I think if uh, well just personally like you brought collect to the table just you know as players like that. Um, and now I'm thinking to myself, okay, like if collect was on that squad, that would work as well. But I I still like him better on the KCP roster. Um. I just don't think the KCP, uh, and, and we'll talk about that. I think that's one of the reasons why that uh, maybe they didn't get selected. Um, we talked about that last week, but I, I kind of want to touch on it again. Um, I, I think on the KCP roster would be better, but I don't think that's realistic. So, um, do you have any uh, other thoughts on it that you wanna that you wanna talk about, Tony? Uh, anything I say would uh, would would would, <laughs> would kind of divulge with it. The only thing I can say is the person who was playing on the Smurf during the event has DM'd me. And let me know that he is the Smurf. Okay. Um, so is it, that's all. I, that's yeah, that's yeah, all. That's I can fine. Say. Absolutely. Uh, we we love that, Tony. We we love that. We love getting. Uh, I mean, I love it. <laughs> uh, I love when you don't tell me things because I can just be on the edge of my seat and just uh, just enjoy. Um, but I, I do want to move on real quick. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I, that was that was good. Some good uh, some good insight there. I want to move on real quick to the uh, of course the BBG. Uh, you know BBG leaving Halo, which is uh, you know very very rough. For Halo, I think Built by Gamers is a, is a great org, and, you know, they had some great players on the squad, but unfortunately, they are leaving. I'm going to read you real quick the, the statement put out by them really fast just so you guys can see or hear what happened. But it says, we love the game of Halo. We've been playing it for 20 years, and the love of this game is why BBG was founded. I think that's for a lot of orgs, honestly. We've worked uh, to roster the most interesting and competitive team possible and are immensely proud of the success we've seen. This week, we learned we're narrowly beat out in the final round of consideration for HCS partnership, along with like, geez, along with a lot of other orgs. This comes as a major disappointment. We appreciate the process and don't have the decision HCS had to make. Um, today, we make the difficult decision to release our current Halo roster as we evaluate our uh, appropriate go-forward approach. We owe an immense debt of gratitude to Nemesis King J, Mind, Mindsbaum, Nebula, and of course, Coach Cobb for grinding every day to perform and represent BBG at the highest level. Anyway. I, I think that uh, this is uh, a bit sad. Um, I think the BBG was a great roster. And yes, I agree with, uh, with their statement that they were, you know, the, the players they brought on were definitely a, uh, 
definitely a great group of guys, uh, especially Coach Cobb. Like, I love that he was coaching again. He was kind of involved in Halo in that sense. I think he's got a big brain for Halo, and I think that that can be definitely utilized. I think a lot of the top players are big brains for Halo, and the thing about Halo is it never changes, okay? You can you can be a, a pro in Halo 2 and still understand the game at that level into Halo Infinite. It's just the, the fundamentals don't change. There's just some things that change in between the fundamentals, but... Yeah, sad for BBG. Uh, Tony, what do you what do you think about this? Uh, what do you think about this news? This is kind of it's kind of sad. Uh, you know, seeing orgs leave Halo, and I, I I really hope this is not a, a normalcy. I hope this is not something we tend to see every week. And uh, you know, I'm a little worried about that. Come out after Worlds, like, are we still going to see the optics of the world be in there? Are we still going to see United Fnatic? Like, these are some big orgs that bring big names to Halo and. Uh, you know, big, you know, views to Halo and, and seeing them leave would be rough. But uh, yeah, what do you think? Um, I really like BBG, uh, okay. number one. Uh, yeah. I, I, so so from, from the little bit that I did see from the organization, I really, uh, I really, I really enjoyed them. I really do. Uh, I know, I know I'm being told that the reason for them leaving is not because they weren't accepted into the partnership. Um, but still, like it, it almost, it almost feel, I mean, with the timing, to me, it does feel like it. And if that is the case, I don't feel like we were in Halo for the for the right reason. If that is the case, okay. If 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 it is, I mean, is the, the, the I know I know it's I know they said it wasn't, but the timing of it just seems really really uh, convenient, right? And you know there there was there was a, there was a lot of organizations that deserve to be a partner and i wish they would i would shoot i wish they opened up to nine more yeah in that case you would have seen bbg coming you would have seen xn g1 and and and, and kcp yeah but you know as far as who makes it in you know you're, you're talking about what two maybe three yeah in my opinion bbg you 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 just walked in like how are you gonna walk to the fridge and, I, and you you gonna walk to the fridge and open up my beer, bro? You just walked in. I don't even know you. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying. I don't I don't even know you. Yeah, you walking to my house, gonna walk to my fridge and just open up a beer and sit in my spot. Like I'm gonna go shelled it on you. Like yeah. no, get out of my spot. Like you have it. Like so I, I like I said I heard that's not the reason why. Um and and I'm and I'm sad to see built by gamers go. You know I because I I truly believe that first of all number one right now. HGS numbers are doing really good, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We as, far as, as far too. as the metric go and as far as, yeah. as far as the HGS watching numbers, they're doing good. Yeah. As far as the Halo game, yeah. I think we have, you know, I think we have a good core, a good fundamentals. And I think, I, I mean, I, I'm not even joking. I think we're a few quality of life adjustments away. I will say quality of life adjustments, some more content. And a battle royale away from having a resurgence. Yeah. Like I, I like I, I like you give us those three things. I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, and I'm gonna include. I'm gonna say four because I'm gonna include Forge and Custom Browser okay, along yeah. with that as well. Yeah. You give us those four things, and we take off. Like legitimately, we legitimately take off. So I think investing that time, investing investing the money. I think, I think it's a good investment. I really do, but sadly, built by gamers did not, so they ended up uh, leaving and whatnot. And like I said, I just, I hope if if it's if it's because they didn't get partnered, I stay off my beer, kind of thing. But right, like, right, like, right. I don't even know you. Right, <laughs> I, I'm a little worried. Uh, I, I'm a little worried because you know, um, based off of what Tashi said in the LVT interview, you know, we're not gonna be like 
we're probably he had literally mentioned that we're probably going to give them hate knowing you know who the to, the new partner teams were and of course they're not announced yet because they are running through contract stuff which is understandable but like when i hear that you know i i was hoping like a complexity comes out of the mix because obviously they're they're a huge org and uh you know tim the tap man involved and all of that stuff in hundred these yeah dallas mavericks i i don't i don't see a hundred these because I, to, to personally, I feel like if we were to see a hundred thieves instead of KCP, we we would never wince. We wouldn't care. Like we'd be like, okay, like this is understandable. This is great. But when Tashi says something like, "Hey, uh, you guys are probably gonna give us hate for the people that we brought in," he didn't say it in those exact words. But you know, we're gonna get. You know, you are probably gonna get hate, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, you should have brought on KCP instead." To me. That means Hunter Thieves is out. That means even possibly Complexity's out. That means Luminosity's out. Like these are the big orgs that I think are not involved, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm personally, if I was in HCS's shoes, which I'm not, I'm not a businessman. I don't know anything. I mean, I'm a businessman in the sense that I run my stream and that that's my business. But uh, otherwise, I'm not a businessman in the sense that I don't know, you know, the ecosystem of how HCS works and what they need. But I'm assuming that it's all numbers based. It's all money based like any other business. You know, who's going to make us the most money, which is understandable. Um, and if that's the case, then I would assume bigger orgs with bigger followings would be involved. But hearing that we're going to be potentially giving hate or disappointed. Maybe I listened to him wrong. Maybe I, you know, misquoted or whatever. I'm not even quoting him, but maybe I heard it wrong. Um, that scares me a little bit personally, because uh, honestly, I would like to see, you know, if KCP got beat out when I, we all love KCP, we got like, we're, I don't think we're going to know why, but he kind of explained it in the sense that like, I, we scratch their back, they scratch ours kind of thing. And to me, that means numbers, bringing in money, et cetera. And KCP wasn't able to provide that. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think complexity is one of them. What are your thoughts? Like, who who else could be luminosity, complexity? Who else am I missing here? That could be the, uh, you know. My picks, <clears throat> uh, if three, uh, Quadrant, um, Ascend, then Pittsburgh Knights. Okay. Uh, that, that, that would be my three, uh, that, uh, my three that I would think. Uh, not include like a big org like Hundred Thieves or someone else coming in, yeah. Uh, which I just don't think may be a possibility. Um, to me, like if, when I think of a Hundred Thieves, I'm automatically thinking the best team in the game. Well, who do they have left? Like who do they have left to pick? I mean, there's a little bit of a roster mania going on, but like the big names are already kind of like taken up a little by you know unless unless they come out and fully buy out a team, like they fully go out and buy out Sentinels or something. That that's a that's a, a possibility. Um, but you know, I don't know how long these contracts go for, but I, but I would assume till the end of the year, um, or, you know, the full season. So we'll, we'll see, but a uh, hundred thieves would be awesome. I mean, uh, I know that Nate shots talked about it. Uh, I, I believe right. Tony, he's talked about coming to halo a couple times. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like there's, uh, there's interest, but I mean, right. I, it, like you said, is who, who is it? Like, are you, are you grabbing McWin and Pistola and waiting for some more roster mania? Like, are, like, you know, yeah. are you planning on buying out another roster? Yeah, like you said, it's, it's what, what are their plans go, uh, going forward if they choose to jump into Halo? Uh, cause as of right now, it seems to be a little bit tough, but, uh, I, I, I mean, I, 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 either way, I think if, if you don't include the giant org like that, I, I still got to send Quadrant and maybe uh, Pittsburgh Knights, uh, maybe. Okay. Um, I, I do want to touch on something else you said. Uh, HCS doing really well. I was in the chat, man, and I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I love the Halo community to death, but, like, that chat sometimes, it just gets me going. Um, I, I tried to shut up because I usually type something, but I'm trying to be trying to be more professional and, uh, 
you know, Tony, you, you everyone loves you, man. And, 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 you know, I, I want some love. So I'm trying to be nice. Uh, can you call that fake? No, I, I I'm just, I'm holding back. But when I'm, when I'm hearing Tashi, like talk about, Hey, you know, HCS is doing so well. We've crushed the goals we've set for ourselves and we've done all this and et cetera, et cetera. To me, like to see the chat be like, what are you talking about? We're doing terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know if they're like tying three, four, three together with HCS, but like HCS is literally carrying this game in a, in a sense, like without HCS, I don't know where we'd be, but like HCS is doing a great job. They're a separate group than three, four, three. They obviously are under three, four, three but a completely separate group. So we can't like hate on HCS. Like, I think they're doing really well. And, and you know what we've heard about like the mangler and stuff and how they have to go through the, through the insights team and the, and the multiplayer design team. Like, Oh my that that is a headache in and of itself. No wonder why nothing can get done. Um, I, I, I understand, but I, I still think HCS is doing well. Tony, how many viewers you, you and Shyway casted something, right? How many viewers did you guys have at KC? So during the losers bracket semifinals, me and Shawi casted the main uh, uh the main broadcast that yeah. we peaked at a little over one hundred and twenty three thousand uh <laughs> viewers, which is you know rivaling the likes of you know Apex were with their first uh, few days of coverage and whatnot. It, it, it it's up there, and if you look at Tashi's title, his title is he Halo esports and viewership lead at Microsoft slash three four three industry. Right. So it, it would it would make sense that. You know, when he's talking about them doing good as far as HS-wise, he's yeah. talking about their viewership numbers, which, it, you know, as far as I'm sure they probably went in and said, we have these metrics that we want to hit, uh, chatters, you know, on top of uh, on top of peak viewers, on top of concurrent viewers. Right. And I bet if you look at those uh, those metrics, they did smash it. That was a large reason of that because of drops. Maybe, yeah, but possibly, even, I mean, yeah. even watching the European, uh, the Valencia, yeah. It was a good amount of uh, of concurrent viewers, you know, maybe not as much as in North America, right. but as far as their numbers and and their peaks, they actually blew them out of the water again. I don't, I don't think I don't know if Valencia even had drops. To be honest, I don't, I don't think it did. <laughs> it, I, it so did. it did, but okay, I, I, I apologize. No, no, but no. I mean, I mean, I, I, either way, as far as I'm assuming from his opinion, from from, from his you know point of view, right. it's. Look, we wanted to these numbers as far as peak viewers, as far as concurrent viewers, and as far as chatters. That was my job, and we hit it. Right now, right. you know, I, 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 you know, I love the Halo community. I love the passion that uh, that, that we see and whatnot. And trust me, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not stupid. Is is the game where where we want it to be? No, absolutely not. Like I'm 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 not sitting here. Try, I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to be you know a shill and right. and and be ignorant to the fact that we aren't where we want to be. Nope. However, I think you know I think we should give credit where credit's due. Agreed. And in the midst of the game being where it is in the public eye and where it is as far as you know, um, pay, players playing, you know, within a 24-hour period. Yeah, three four three is doing a damn good job of still retaining viewership, and this, and and that's again leads to the fact that this game's core is good. It is. Good. It's fun to on a pro level. This game is fun to watch, yep. and that's why I keep saying quality life adjustments, content, forge, and battle royale. Yep. You those four things. I'm telling you, don't don't give up just yet. <laughs> we 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 knocked down, but we ain't knocked down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely, I, I 100% agree with you, Tony. And I want to touch on that. And we're gonna talk about battle royale here in a set and a little bit, guys. We have a segment on that, so definitely don't uh, don't turn we off. We talk battle royale. Yeah, we're gonna talk battle royale, man. We've got a lot to talk about, but I, I do want to just touch on a couple things, and then we're gonna go into our two community uh, segments. But I want to touch on a couple things you had said, and I agree. 
I think that the game as a foundational game is phenomenal. I think everyone thinks that that's the case. I think that um, from a content creation standpoint, it's really difficult to create content, content for a game that doesn't have content. And that's why we've kind of moved into the... I've moved into the HCS uh, section, and so have you. you. You know, you've been releasing tons of YouTube videos that are doing phenomenal. I think the HCS is thriving, and that's where the focus needs to be in terms of content. But I, I do agree that the game has a foundation. I think that the biggest problems for me, and you talked about some of your problems that needs to be fixed. The biggest problem for me, the couple of problems that, that I think need to be fixed are number one, performance. And that kind of is a, a grand scope of desync, uh, server problems, uh, you know, et cetera, all of that stuff. That's, and my, that's my quality of life that I, that okay, I was yep, referred to. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then ranked. Ranked, if you have, okay, if you have no reason to play this game except for seeing a number go up, in, in your onyx like there's no reason to play like no one's going to want to play if there's nothing to shoot for that dopamine that you get from hitting champion that dopamine you get from like seeing your rank rise and you know slowly go up or whatever is, is huge for a lot of these people there's nothing to shoot for right now what the hell is there you you go into ranked and and I, i'm you know i'm onyx 1750 or whatever on mouse and keyboard but like i got you know in the open playlist i got people that are like diamond one on my team and they're going like five and 50 like i can't play with that like no offense to that guy it's not his fault that he's in our game but like to me the ranking system it, it creates longevity for a lot of the base players that you still have if you still have these players they're here they're not going anywhere but you got to create something for them to shoot for there's got to be something to fight for in the game there's got to be something to earn and i'm not talking weekly rewards i'm not talking any of that stuff i'm talking like things that you can say hey i got this because i worked my butt off like there's got to be that there's got to we got to rework the ranking system we got to get performance overall like you said quality of life all in general performance and uh then once we do both of those things we, we put a champion rank in there but that's got to happen like soon because i think a lot of people are kind of losing their patience and uh you know i i don't know how long hcs can hold this uh this 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 uh this freaking mountain above their head they're doing a great job but i don't know how much longer i mean i'm gonna be here forever i'm gonna be honest with you i, I love halo to death and i'll be here for the longest time, you know, as long as the game is still, you know, oh, you know, live. But I don't think a lot of people are the same. And uh, so that's why I think those things are, are definitely priority, in my opinion. So uh, it, it's tough, but I, I, uh, I do think that uh, we can get somewhere. And of course, we're going to talk about Battle Royale Tony in a minute here. But let's transition real quick to our community spotlight. Uh, now, um, the community spotlight this week, we kind of basically we spotlight someone Who's, who's in the Halo community that has been working hard and kind of, you know, uh, just getting their name out there and, and doing tons of you know, Halo content or casting for Halo, etc. All of that stuff. And uh, the person I want to spotlight is going to be a Magic Moonshot. Okay, actually, she doesn't even know that we're spotlighting her. So you guys let her know on Twitter. But we're, uh, we're spotlighting Magic Moonshot. She is a, she is a Halo uh, caster and content creator. Uh, she's, you know, been seen on LVT Productions, Xbox, Lady Spartans, uh, Advanced GG, uh, Air Force Gaming, uh, and, and a whole bunch of other, other spots. She's definitely like really injected herself in the scene. She's also a mother as well. And she finds time to cast and, and get all these casting because I believe, uh, she, she will be doing Apex as well shortly, but just a, a great overall caster, great content creator. And, uh, that's why I want to make, uh, her, our community spotlight today. Tony, do you have any kind words to say about magic? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when, when you asked me about it, uh, asked me about who my vote would be, I mean, right off the rip, I said Magic Moonshot, <laughs> uh, right, right, right off the rip, and and 
for for someone so new to the community, at least new to me, it's to come in and hit the ground running the way she has, you know, like uh, starting from the bottom while casting, while being a uh, you know a, a female caster at that. Which, by yeah. the way, is not easy. You know, not I, easy. you know, you, you read the chat. There's some nasty stuff being oh, yeah. said out there for literally no reason, and to come in, put her head down, and just and keep grinding, keep improving and whatnot. I've got to pair with her many times, and for her to keep up with someone like me, <laughs> like yeah. you know, I, I, I'm a lot. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a lot, and <laughs> and, uh, and 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 she's right there going blow to blow and. And, and taking the lead and uh and i think it's phenomenal then you know you go into the content creation side she's hosted multiple women's tournaments uh which has been absolutely amazing i think i i think she's been very very good for the scene and when i think of young casters content creators and individuals that want to get involved in halo i think of i'm thinking of you can't cheat the grind right and if there's one thing that she has done she is simply not cheated the grind and Love that's it. what's impressed me to be honest with you so um like i said you asked me you asked me about uh, the we would community spotlight and i think i instantly snapped and said magic moonshot yeah and uh you know there's a reason for that I, I think she is absolutely phenomenal and she has a bright future in this league uh, and, and in this community yeah, and you can see her right there, guys. Uh, sorry, the Tony's webcam's a little bit messed up. That's my fault. Uh, but you can see her right there on the screen. Make sure you give her a follow. She is awesome. I also posted it inside of the Twitch chat. Make sure you give her a follow and show her some love. Uh, definitely uh, let her know that uh, that she's appreciated uh, being, you know, being in, in the Halo scene and, and going through everything she's gone through and putting that grind in. Very, very important here. Um, now, I do want to really quickly move on. We have a... Another segment in our um, in our podcast, guys. If you, if those of you guys that don't know, it's called the clip of the week. Now, this is kind of where we uh, spotlight a clip on Halo, and uh, you know something sick, something that kind of gets us going a little bit. And this one, Tony, uh, gets is, us going. Yeah, gets us going. You know, you know that sort of way it gets us real going. The, this one's gonna be Mimplets, okay? Now, this guy, we all know that uh, that Mimplets has some some crazy clips. Uh, but this is one that we're going to kind of react to together. Uh, Tony, it's going to I'm going to I'm going to put a countdown here so you can start at the same time as me since I don't have the uh, the ability to put it on on screen so you can see it at the same time. But um, I want to spotlight this. Mimplis is a great content creator. He's on YouTube. He also streams on uh, Twitch as well. Uh, just a great overall dude. And, uh, you know, he's been grinding the game for a long time. He started with MCC and now he's pushing over to Infinite and still doing some crazy things. A lot of his things are known for, like, the campaign stuff that he does. But uh, anyway, we're going to start it in three, two, one, play. All right, he's got a bulldog. Okay. Let's see, I think he's got a sniper in his back pocket as well. The bulldog's so strong. I and mean, this guy's playing 152 ping, Tony. Oh, double kill. Ooh. Oh my god. Okay, okay. No way! <laughs> That's no. mouse and keyboard right there, right? And it keeps still going! Oh my word. That is absolutely insane. I gotta watch that one more time. That is absolutely now the three you know how many times I've tried that, by the way? I have tried to do a repulse 360 so many times and never have hit it. And he hmm. just does it with, look at it with ease. Look. Boom. Oh gosh! Over the drop wall too. Over the drop wall. That's right. <laughs> and that player backs down by the drop wall, like ruins the clip right there. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> that was absolutely insane. Uh, again, uh, incredible, incredible player. Make sure you guys check him out. If you don't know who he is, Mint Blitz. Uh, I will, I will post his uh, his uh, Twitter in the chat as well. Who's Mint Blitz? Mint Some random Blitz. I, guess. I know, right? Who is that guy? What the heck, Blitz? dude? 
Why, why are we talking about NFL, that? I know NFL Blitz. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you play that game back in the day, man? That was the best Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Oh, my oh, gosh. I love just I loved just piling, making people fly, do 360, 720s when I hit them. Oh, this is the best game ever. That game was amazing. But uh, anyway, Tony, now we got to move on, my friend. The best part okay. of the entire show. And that's to talk about the, the battle. Oh. Ro- oh, Tony, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Jeez, that's to talk about the battle royale, guys. Now, uh, listen. I want to start this by saying, and, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go first. I'm going to give you an idea of what I think the battle royale will look like, and then I want you to talk about it. But I got to give a little disclaimer first, Tony, and 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 that is that a lot of people in the Halo community don't like battle royale, and that's completely understandable. You guys are playing Halo Arena. I get it. The arena shooter genre, you don't want battle royale mixing and coming into your house, like Tony said, and stealing your beer or whatever. I get it. But I think for Halo's growth, battle royale is important if done correctly. I think it could do really well for Halo's growth. I think a lot of content creators are all about it, and I think it could do really well, like I said, if done correctly. So let me continue by telling you what my battle royale Halo would look like. For those of you guys that don't know, there was a game called H1Z1. Now, this game was like, I think this was like the first quote-unquote battle royale after like the mods and stuff because there were some battle royale mods that you saw Lyric play. Like Lyric is kind of the guy, he's a streamer uh, for those of you guys that don't know. He's kind of the guy that discovered battle royale in a sense because there was this mod uh, for Armor 2 that was a battle royale mod and he would play it all the time and he played it on stream very successful. He was averaging like 2,000 viewers at that point. Uh, very successful with this with this mod, but H1Z1 came after that, and it was like very successful. We're talking like some names like Doctor Disrespect, uh, a couple others, you know, made their name off of H1Z1. And when I think of Halo Battle Royale, I automatically think of H1Z1, and this is why. H1Z1, you would drop from the sky, you'd land in a house, and in that house would be a AK, an M4 or an M16 or whatever, and a shotgun. You'd, you'd have like you know pretty much spread out. You'd have one of those guns in each house okay so you'd you know you'd get those guns and 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 pretty much i would say within the first four minutes if you didn't die you'd have a loadout where you'd have a you know uh you'd have armor you'd have like at least level one armor you'd have a, a ak or, or an m16 and then you have a shoddy all right i think this worked perfect for halo because in h1z1 the thing that made it so great is that everybody had the same type of loadout like when they drop down you're fighting someone with an AK long range. You're fighting someone with a M16 long range regardless. And then they have a shotgun in their back pocket if it gets to close range. That was the loadout that pretty much everyone had. And then armor was depending on what you picked up. And then from the crate, you know, a random crate would fall from the sky from a plane. You would get a sniper rifle. That was H1Z1. And it just came down to who had the most skill. Who had a better, t- you know, you could two-tap people in that game. So who had the better two-tap? You know, you'd get the helmet off of them with one shot, and the second shot would kill them with a headshot. You could two-tap someone if you're good enough. That game, I think, fits Halo perfectly in the sense that, obviously, things wouldn't be the same, but in the sense that you have a battle rifle or a DMR, and then you have, like, a close-range weapon as a secondary, and everyone's kind of got that loadout and is able to utilize that. Um, I think Battle Royale for Halo could do so well with that type of thing. Um, but you know, Tony, we, we've talked about this together and I'll let you touch on this a little bit, but last Spartan standing is kind of like a mini battle royale. Like we, we talked about and it's not doing so hot. Um, so like what, when you see a halo battle royale, first off, like, obviously I think you'd enjoy that. Cause we, we both got done playing apex before the show and we're going to go back to play after the show. But like, what do you see in a halo battle royale that you would want? Is it like more like apex or, uh, tell me, tell me about it. 
Uh, yeah, I think I think, I think uh, it should be like exactly like Apex. I think we should have Lifeline and uh, Lobas. Um, number one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I like I like your take where like you know where you know very similar to what we're used to with Halo. You know, you start off with similar weapons, and it's it's a little consistent. But to me, to me personally, that's not even of that importance. Like I I don't mind the randomness when it comes to battle where I truly don't. Okay. Um, what matters to me is just. To me, my perfect battle royale is you drop in as ODST. You know, yeah. you drop in that freaking pot, boom, yeah. hit fast. It come, it comes in quick, and right from there, you know, you're finding, you know, maybe different levels of Spartan armor. Okay, uh, as you start to level up that health and whatnot, uh, on top, on top of that, you find, you know, your random weapons and whatnot, and maybe even like in Halo Five where there can be different variations of the weapons. We saw a oh, lot of different like combinations, which was really interesting, which I think could be really cool. Um, you know, maybe not exactly like attachments, but like some somewhat like it. Yeah. Um, and to me, I think the best way to do it is just like, dude, hit. Hit at the nostalgia, you I know. Like so you, you, you're you're gonna bring in a new audience, no matter what. Once you say Battle Royale and Halo, oh yeah, you're bring you're bringing Nick Merckx, you're bringing you know the the Cloaksies, you're bringing every and they they coming. Don't worry. But then w hit at the hearts of the hardcore Halo Three, like Halo needs to be Halo Three, and that's <laughs> it. it needs to be Halo. Oh, and you can you're sprinting. <laughs> why is he sprinting right. no like so how do you please them you know hit at that heart i'm talking every single major poi oh, is a different baby. map Woo. you know you, you know the major poi being valhalla's and last resorts as small was like guardians the pits you know throwing some halo 5 as well coliseums want to have those pois be different maps from 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 back in the day and that's how you tug at the heartstrings of some of those classic naysayers that I would never play a battle royale no matter what. Yeah. You know, yo, really? Not if you're going to drop on Valhalla or Guardian. Right. Oh, well, hold on. I didn't know that. <laughs> I guess I, I, I just won't even press my sprint button. That's I think that's that to me is something that would make the battle royale great for the newcomers coming in but also maybe appease some of the uh the the never changers if you will uh okay. as well so that that's what my battle royale said like i said i love your idea you know hey if you want to be consistent that's one thing that halo's always had everybody always starts on an even playing ground yeah, yeah. which is really important to halo's ecosystem which i think that could work but for me personally i don't mind the randomness i i i, I could back up to lobby and start a new one it's really right. not that serious like that's right. what battle royales are all about to me right um so i don't i personally don't mind the randomness but i think dropping is that odst leveling up the armor changing armors landing on pois that's very familiar to all of us being uh previous maps and it could bring in some new new pois as well of course uh bring in some new stuff it's a big map uh i think i think that's the way i want my battle royale to be <laughs> i kind of i kind of like that I, I think that uh you know when you get into the cycle the psychological part of the game i think that's very important to keep people playing i think there's like we talked about i think i brought up dopamine before but I, it's a big word like we're we're all kind of so heavily like engulfed in dopamine every single day that you know if a game doesn't have something like that that kind of triggers that dopamine in you it, you're not going to want to play it very long and and it, you know in in apex and in fortnite you know fortnite started with this it, it's the colors right 
It's those like bright little colors when you open up a crate and you're like, ooh, I got a gold shield, you know, like stuff like that is so important. So when it comes to that stuff, my idea is kind of out the window. And I think honestly, we do need to focus on the casual crowd a little bit more. Um, I, I think that uh, Apex has done a really good job of number one, balancing mouse and keyboard and controller. Um, you're on controller, you're bad, by the way, Tony. Uh, balancing mouse and keyboard and controller, but also uh, balancing the fact that the, the, comp- the competitive side of Apex where you have those shields where... You know, your evil shield is, is able to be kind of risen up in, uh, in, rank, uh, in ranked where you can, you know, do damage and get your evil shield up. That way you don't have to just like come across one or whatever. Kind of it, it reduces that randomness just a little bit. And I think having RNG is OK, but like also reducing it is very important, I think, to uh, the competitive ecosystem of the game. And I think the competitive uh, part of Battle Royale would be really fun for Halo. I think a lot of people would really enjoy that. Um, many people talk about the vehicles in the game, you know, getting a Banshee flying around or whatever, getting a tank, like that kind of stuff. Really, really fun to me. But to me at the same time, like I really, I I really would rather have the more competitive style. Um, but I know that's not going to bring people in. So, um, having randomness is important. And I, and I also think that, uh, uh, being able to kind of, you know, reduce it as much as you can uh, without, you know, getting the casual players mad is also very important. So, Hale's gonna have to, you know, bump up that vibrance, get some colors in there, and uh, you know, put some, you know, a golden sniper or whatever. And uh, again, those variations. Uh, I know a lot about the variation stuff. I can't talk about it. Uh, you know, I, I learned it as a pilot. I can't really speak on it too, too much. But let, let me just say, like some of the stuff you saw in the, you know, in the big team battle and stuff like that. That's only touching. You know, you're only, you're not touching anything with. Like, there's so, there's, it's crazy. Um, I, I can't say anything, but it, it's crazy. So just, you know, a lot of things that can happen. A lot of things that. Uh, that we that can be exciting about battle royale it's just kind of how they do it and uh, again i think the thing that's very important that a lot of people talk about is the performance of the game is the is the performance of the game in battle royale going to be good when the performance in the normal game is not and to that i answer with you know the game is going to be separate certain affinity apparently is working on this uh i don't think they have they confirmed it tony i don't think they confirmed it they just said that i think they just said officially that a certain affinity is working more alongside 343 but they did not confirm that there's a battle royale involved yet so um that being said it's you know from what jez corden said this is quote from him it's going to be a completely separate game than halo um and in in that case i think that uh you know i don't think the same problems are going to be you know are going to be a factor um now uh, another thing about the battle royale as well and i've done a lot of research on the leaks and stuff like that but essentially um, you know, uh, certain affinity is hiring a lot of unreal engine people, uh, engineers or whatever people that work in the unreal engine. And to me, that tells me that maybe they're using unreal engine and their battle royale for halo and not, you know, using split, uh, slip space. But again, uh, all rumors, not really too sure where they're going to go with that. But I think performance is a very important factor. Uh, and I hope that they can get it down. And again, this is kind of a big part of halo, right? Tony, like we, with this battle royale, we could literally, like you said before, using your word, have a resurgence. We could literally make a comeback here, and uh, that would be huge, but it has to be done right. Like, it has to be done correct. I have to agree. I mean, I think it has to be correct as well, as, and, it's, and it's, it's so important. It really is to start off on the right foot and to, and to make sure you do things right, and that's why, you know... I would never play mouse and keyboard Halo. It just makes no sense. <laughs> but you know, some some people see that listen, you know they, they, they some some people see that Halo's played primarily through the 
mid range and close range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and say, oh well, you know what's 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 important about that? You know, uh, being able to aim. <laughs> All right, yeah, and yeah. being able to take your shots. Uh-huh. And some people look at that and say, I'm, I, am happy with mediocrity. Oh. And I would rather miss my shots than actually hit it than they actually hit them. So it, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's fun. It's funny. Listen, listen to me. Let me tell you something. Because I know deep down you do like mouse and keyboard. So let me tell you something. Play mouse and oh, keyboard. Oh, yeah, great right other games. Absolutely. No, 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 no. Playing mouse and keyboard right now in Halo is going to literally pay so much in dividends when Valorel comes out because you're talking about close range you can have your close range and you know we could check Halo tracker and see you know uh you know that I don't miss very often and you you go into that I don't want to do that though that's not that's not me you know what I mean I don't want but regardless of how much I miss now when this game becomes battle royale mouse and keyboard players are going to do really well because the long range on controller like, think about how difficult it is to shoot from sword side of catalyst to, to skewer side and then times that by two. You're going to have, like, for me, I, I mean, I'll be our free. Anyway, anyway, like, I'll challenge anyone across the map. Like, Lucid, come on, come, come, come get over here, all right? Like, I'll challenge anyone across the map on M&K. And, and when the BR comes out and when we're shooting across the map on the BR, like, man, I'm, closer. I'm not going to get close range. That's stupid. I'm going to shoot you from long range. And and mouse keyboard is really gonna. I'm telling you, it's gonna shine. You, you better be worried about M and K. It is going to shine in that be in that battle rail, in my opinion. So just get you know. And what happens when the circle gets smaller? When the circle gets smaller, I pull out my bulldog and boom, boom, pop, done. That's it. You getting put in, you getting put in the dirt. <laughs> I, 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 I enjoy having your mouse and keyboard on my team for the you know if if there, if there's. <laughs> If there's a hundred players and say it's four v fours, you know, I'll enjoy it for the first few rounds, and then when it goes to that final ring, I'd be oh great, this guy's a liability. God yeah, bless. Yeah. Oh god, why did we pick up that? Why did we pick up that third controller player? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Hey, if you're on mouse and keyboard out there, I don't, don't listen to Tony, bro. Let, let me tell you something. Stick with it, okay? It's rough right now. The game it, it feels terrible. I know every mouse and keyboard player out there, you know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of input lag. The game, I mean, it's definitely you can get used to it. I mean, you definitely can, but it takes a lot of time. Uh, I would stick with stick it out though. If you're a battle royale fan, stick it out. Let me tell you, it's gonna pay off in the end. I guarantee it. There's no shot it doesn't. It's going to pay off in the end. Um, but again, battle royale, man. I, I like we we have to. It has to be correct. Okay, it has to be perfect. And I'm talking like utilize the pilots, utilize whoever. Get an open beta going. Uh, don't look at the controller on the screen. It's not important. Uh, but <laughs> Tony's put Tony's putting a controller up on the screen so everyone can see that, that controller looks pretty cool too. I like the purple. Uh, but yeah, like you know, I'm telling you right now, we got this. Has to be perfect, man. Like this is uh, you know this is the last kind of saving grace. And, and at the same time, you know, you think with the battle royale, you're gonna kind of remove you know arena and like arena's not going to be popping do you do you see call of duty man like they're they the, their majors are still like really sh- like strong in terms of viewership like they still pull a lot of you and i guarantee a lot of those viewers guess where they came from from warzone guaranteed man because when you play warzone you're just like okay it's a battle royale whatever but the competitive side of the game is the arenas you want to play the competitive side you watch the arena style of call of duty 
And, and I think that's going to be the same for Halo, man. I think the Battle Royale can only help the arena side of the game. Uh, and right now, we need a lot of help because this game, it's in a rough spot. Everyone knows it. Um, unfortunately, it is where it is. And there's really, there's not too much we can do about it. There's not, um, we just got to wait. I, I think, uh, honestly, in my opinion, I think we have another year and a half to two years before this game is where it needs to be. And, uh, you know, maybe a relaunch is something that happens. So, you know, if you watch Mimplitz's video, maybe a relaunch is something we need. Maybe a relaunch of the game where everything's kind of different and we have a, just a massive, uh, by a relaunch, I mean, like, you know, we're playing the game, whatever. We have a massive update at one point that covers everything we need in order to, to get the game in a good state. Um, we all love this game, man. I mean, that's why we're making content for it. I, I love it. I love the death. I've been playing Apex to kind of keep myself sane because sometimes ranked can really get frustrating. But, um, but uh, you know, I, I really do think that, uh, you know, a battle rail could change a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have to agree. And uh, I'm really excited for the I'm really, for the future of Halo, uh, both for mouse and keyboard and controller. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I really am excited because, I, again, I still I still feel I still have fun playing this game with the, through all the through the issues that we that we see. I still think the core is there. And um, and yeah, I, I think there's a bright future for Halo. And um, and as as much as I know, people have been patient. Um, I think I think with a little bit of time. I think I think we I think we have something beautiful here, and maybe Halo Infinite can still go down as the greatest Halo of all time. Game is so good, man. I I uh, I like I said. Th- okay, so I got I got to kind of bring this up. This game, I don't know about any of you guys. So, like as a content creator, I've been a content creator for eight years. You know, we talked about this in our first podcast. I've been doing this for eight years. I have four kids, and I've been able to sustain somehow, some way. Don't ask me. I don't know. This is all I do. This is my job. For me. Um, and I, I actually forgot where I was going with this, but for me, Halo being in, a, in the current state it's in and, and still being able to do well is incredible. And, and, I, and I think that, you know, as the, as the fixes come over time, I think that more people will come back. Will we get all those people back that we lost? I don't know. I mean, that's going to be, it was 250K on Steam, probably another 250K on Xbox. Um, I don't know. Uh, but I think that uh, over the years, I think people will come back and try it out. When you have a free-to-play game, and you see a massive update. I mean, let me let me know, let me know from you guys. Like, would you you know come back to Halo if you or another game, for instance, if it like in the beginning it was just really rough, and then uh, you know a year down the road you see that it says massive update and everyone's talking about it. I, I think you'd give it a shot, right? I I, I mean I would, uh, especially if the uh, the the viewer reaction is great. You know the crowd reaction. I'd probably hop on a couple streams and see what they think about it. But again, it, it's not over till it's over. I, I think that. Uh, Halo definitely has definitely has a future, uh, 100%. And the Battle Royale will definitely help that. So if you're not on board with Battle Royale, get on board with it. Trust me, it's good for the game. It's good for the ecosystem. It's good for Halo in general. Um, but we need something. Hopefully, we, we continue to get these drop pods every month. I don't know if you guys know about the... We have the June drop pod, waiting for the July drop pod. I think that's going to be a big one. Like, what kind of things are we getting fixed in this drop pod? That's, that's another one. And, and unfortunately, there hasn't been a lot of communication but uh, once this drop pod comes out, hopefully we get some big things, uh, you know, figured out and stuff like that. But um, anyway, Tony, that's going to wrap it up for us here today at HCS Source Episode 3. Do you have any anything you want to talk about real quick before we end? Any closing thoughts, etc.? Let them know. Uh, no, I mean, I think it's a great show. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, if you guys uh, want to catch uh, me and actively, I mean, we stream, we, we 
do content full time, whatnot. I'm on twitch.tv backslash why not underscore be underscore uh, casting. Same as my YouTube as well. I'm on the Twitter, which is right down below. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's been an honor being able to create content for Halo. And I want to continue to do so. And I want to continue to help this game grow. And uh, and yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Also, yeah, big, a big thank you to the supporters. Uh, you know, like like Tony had said, a big thank you to supporters. I know we have a whole bunch of people listening on Spotify that all realized I put out a three minute episode last week. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm still learning this too. But uh, you know, a shout out to those guys. Uh, shout out to anyone that watches on YouTube as well. I believe we just passed 100 subs, so that's really good to start off. You know, episode three, uh, etc. But uh, again. Let us know in the comments if you guys like this, uh, like this, you know, this show. And uh, we're going to branch off as well. We're going to maybe talk about some Apex at some point because we both love Apex. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things. Uh, but this is the, the your one-stop shop for HCS News. Any updates and in, in, in any of that that happens in the scene, we will be the ones to uh, put it all into a nice package for you and talk about it so you can listen to it on your way to work, etc. Don't forget, like I said, we're on Spotify, we're on, we're on YouTube as well. Our Twitters are in the comment section below, and then you can see our Twitches uh, from there as well. Thank you guys very much for watching. I really do appreciate you. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you again next week, same time, Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern.